Welcome to the Future Live, hosted by Mark Salisbury, author of the new book, Socrates Digital for Learning and Problem Solving. Each 25-minute episode with Mark and his guest paints an inspiring picture of what's to come. Welcome to the Future Live. I'm Mark Salisbury. Uh, Jade will be with us today. Why Minnesota in the transit to clean energy? And so before we bring Jay on, that energy senior science policy uh, in climate and energy policy and her scientific analysis and development of clean energy solutions that wise economic opportunities for Minnesota. She was appointed by Governor Ken Waltz to the advisory counter on and, and uh, Jay earned her undergraduate and graduate degrees in geography from, from Dartmouth College and the University of Minneapolis St. Paul named Hamilton so the influential people make happen. And with that I'm gonna ask you to welcome Jay Drake Hamilton. Hello. Hello, Mark, and I hope everyone's having a great day. We are in Minnesota, sure, all this. Yep. Okay, now, one of the things we're going to give a bonus to our uh, audience today is we're just history of why and why is that so good. My given first name is Janet. It's a name my mom loves, still loves it. But I never felt like a Janet. But when I went away to college at Dartmouth College, my friends gave me the nickname of Jay. I love it. And I've used it professionally since. Here first, where we broke the big mystery. So let's go ahead to that first question. Um, and we'll just get right to it. It's around why is Minnesota becoming a leader in economy? What's up? All right. So Minnesota is at the cutting edge now. We're making a bold leading the nation transition to clean energy to address climate change. And we're more advanced than any other state in the nation. And that's because of what largely came to fruition in 2023 last year. So the state of Minnesota um, started adding to the investments in climate action and clean energy in Minnesota after the US Congress finally in 2021 and 2022 passed two of the biggest, most historic climate bills ever done in anywhere in the world. And so in 2023, the Minnesota legislature passed a requirement that all the utilities in Minnesota get 100% of their electricity from carbon-free sources by 2040. This law was passed and signed into law by Governor Tim Walls on February 7th last year. And it's sometimes called 
the 100% carbon-free electricity bill. And it all has to be done by 2040. So it sounds like Minnesota just had opportunity provided by the opening of federal in this area. We just jumped on it. Is that kind of Yes. But then the Minnesota legislature went on because they'd only been in session for one month and they still had four months left. And the first thing the Minnesota legislature did was to take our advice at my nonprofit, nonpartisan company called Fresh Energy. They took our advice because for several years we were watching these Biden administration laws, the bipartisan infrastructure law and the Inflation Reduction Act. And we said, well, those bills all talk about moving large investments of federal money to states that want to take action. And we read the bills carefully, the laws carefully, and what they said was most of that movement of money was contingent upon every state having a little usually a small matching grant that showed that the state had some skin in the game. Like the state was very enthusiastic about clean energy and climate action. So we went and started talking to legislators in 2021 and 2022 and said, we need Minnesota to be ready to make those matching grants, to put together some money and and finally, in 2023, the legislators agreed, and they put together a big chunk of money for matching grants. So that was the one of the most important things that we did, because this matching grants say, yes, Minnesotans really want this money. And the second thing we did, oh, oh go ahead. Oh, I was just. That second thing. Otherwise, my question. Anything. <laughs> okay, and then, then the Minnesota legislature had still had four months left, and the legislators passed in four months about twenty-five years worth of climate action and clean energy legislation. In fact, the Speaker of our House of Representatives is now calling the 2023 legislative session the most influential in 50 years. So this is what they passed wow. in, those, in those four months. They, the Minnesota legislature decided to invest $2 billion in an environment and energy budget. And they started up, get this, they passed an additional 45 laws, which were signed, and they were all funded. So they include things like incentives for solar panels on schools, incentives for solar panels on- That was gonna be my, that was gonna be my question about where did this money go? And so, up, but yeah, it also, it also includes money for electric school buses to replace diesel buses, rebates to Minnesotans who are buying new or used electric vehicles, money for e-bikes, rebates for installing heat pumps. And for people who don't know what a heat pump is, 
It's almost a magical machine because it can both heat and cool your building. And there's money for these heat pumps. Um, and heat pumps in 2022 and 2023 in the U.S., heat pumps were outselling in the United States gas furnaces. So that tells you that something very fundamental has changed. The bills also give rebates for hot pump water heaters that are 300% efficient. That is more, much more efficient than what's in your house today, probably. It also provides tax credits for adding solar panels to homes and affordable houses affordable apartments, and it helps households pay for electric appliances. So it, it meant that for the first time, we had federal investment at the scale and the pace of what's needed to fight climate change. And coming from the bottom, down, bottom up, Minnesota was also making these big investments. So it's now, um, this is the time I've been more optimistic than I've ever felt that we have the money and the know-how and most of the technologies we need to begin very rapidly fighting climate change and slowing it down. Great news. Wow. So that's, of course, what all the investments, right? Clean energy. So any estimate, we actually get behind these things, plans and stuff. Uh, how big an impact does that have on climate change? Yes. And study after study done by a number of academic institutions all over the country shows that what President Biden signed into law um, will mean that we can reduce greenhouse gases across the economy by 2030 by almost 50%, which is what President Biden has promised the other 200 countries in the world he will do. Okay. And so this is what I understand, not about cleaning up environment, but it's about creating new jobs in this new uh, energy economy about a little bit of part of this. Yes, that's a big part of it. And it's the greatest selling point because these are mostly family supporting jobs. And so far, most of these jobs that are now growing in states all over the nation with federal investments, um, most of that money has gone to red states who didn't necessarily vote in Congress for this legislation, but are now very much enjoying new battery manufacturing businesses, new electric vehicles, manufacturing, and other financing mechanisms. So the beauty is the new jobs that will be growing up as a result of this national investment and then the Minnesota investment are gonna range anything from accounting, finance businesses. Um, there's a new green bank in Minnesota. 
um, all the way to electricians, plumbers, people who need to build these machines and in, know how to install the machines, and people who know their community well. One of my favorite parts of the, um, the laws passed it by the Biden administration and signed into law are this program called Justice 40. And that means that at least 40% of all the federal investment has to go to environmental justice and overburdened communities around the country. And believe it or not, so far about 60% of the new jobs has gone into rural America. That's good news too. Now we, you know, before we decided to do this show, and I've talked to you, and you're very passionate about this. You you get worked up, you know, that you're very excited about what's happening. What would you say is the most exciting thing about uh, this moving to clean energy economy? It gives you hope in the future. Well, I want to give you my favorite example in Minnesota, and that is. The largest source of greenhouse gas pollution in Minnesota is actually a set of three coal-fired power plants. They're along I-94 in Minnesota. They're in a community called Becker, Minnesota, and it's in a county called Sherburn County. So these three coal-fired power plants are all owned by Excel Energy, and their names are Sherco One, Sherco 2 and Sherco 3. Sherco <laughs> is short for Sherburn County. And I bet a lot of Minnesotans have seen these in the distance, maybe don't even know what they are, but they're the largest source of greenhouse gas pollution in Minnesota. The mm -hmm. owner of those coal plants, Excel Energy, a number of years ago, figured out that these coal-fired power plants were not as profitable as they should be. And they found, this was led by their CEO at the time, Ben Folk, and he, and he started announcing as of 2015, 2015, nine years ago, he said, mm. the cheapest electron we can put on our system, he said this to all his customers, the cheapest electron comes from wind power. The second cheapest comes from solar power and coal isn't even in the running. So he announced mm -hmm. his substituting steel provision. And he said, Excel Energy is going to work with the legislature and we're going to agree to retire these and all of our coal plants by 2030 and we're going to start replacing them with wind power. And the steel is the steel in wind power. And that's particularly resonant with Minnesotans because if you've been to Northern Minnesota, you hear about the term, the iron range of Minnesota, which is a set of aconite mines that produced much of the iron in the United States from Minnesota. For instance, they helped us win World War II. So mm. that's a very big source of pride. 
So see, the CEO of Excel in 2015 said, we found that wind electrons are our cheapest. And then yeah. more recently, just a couple of years ago, starting in 2018 and 2019, Excel started saying publicly, publicly, they said, we are going to promise all of our customers get all of their electricity from zero carbon energy by 2050. 100% carbon free by 2050. And Excel operates in a total of eight states. So they're the fourth largest utility okay. in the nation. They were the first ones in the nation to announce they were going to get all their electricity from carbon-free sources by 2050. And now you heard me mention earlier, in 2023, the Minnesota legislature passed our president, our Governor Walz's top priority, which was to get 100% carbon-free energy by 2040 in Minnesota. That's why we're in the lead. So going back to this Sherco coal plant, guess when they're going to retire? One of them already retired on December 31st last year. That was Sherco 2. Sherco, oh, okay. Sherco 1 will retire in 2027. And Sherco 3, the biggest one, will retire in 2030. And guess what's going to replace them? This is the biggest source of energy in the, in the state. It is going to be replaced first by 710 megawatts of solar energy on the mm. site of the coal plant. Because guess what? If you look at legislation in Minnesota, because this answers the question that I always get in an audience that includes smart college students, because they say, well, if Minnesota is going to stop selling coal power, why can't they just cut a deal with a state like Iowa and say, we're going to sell our coal power to Iowa? And that is when I like to pull out from my briefcase a copy of the law, which says when the Sherco plants must be retired and that immediately afterwards, the coal plants must be demolished. That's what the law like. And what they have started building already is this, probably it will be the biggest solar farm in the country. It is going to be up and running by the end of 2025. And this is a big deal because I'm going to admit to you that I know what everyone points out to me. The sun doesn't shine at night and the sun doesn't shine when it's too cloudy. Yeah. So what you also need with solar is you need batteries, long-term duration batteries. So this is how Excel Energy has also stood out in the country because they've announced, and this solar farm will be called Sherco Solar, Sherburne County Solar. Hmm. And it will also have a series of long duration batteries. The batteries are being made by a company called Form Energy. You can look it up, F-O-R-M Energy. 
And you'll see they're headquartered in Somerville, Massachusetts. That may ring bells with you mm. because Form Energy started out as a project of MIT engineers, but then it was spun off and now it's its own company. And guess what? They have a new technology that is simple and stable and safe. These are called iron air batteries. They use iron mm. and we hope that that iron can come from the iron range of Minnesota and it uses air. These are a hundred hour duration batteries. That means if the lights go out in my neighborhood, they can be out for a hundred hours and I will still be powered. That's what we need. And Excel knows they have to test them out to pilot those. So they've entered an agreement with Form Energy and then we'll be trying out these iron air batteries. My favorite part, where are these batteries going to be produced? Well, I hope they're using Minnesota taconite ore turned into iron. Guess where they're being produced? In a small town called Weirton, W-E-I-R-T-O-N, West Virginia. Form Energy is now building a battery factory in West Virginia. I'm gonna emphasize that again, West Virginia. Where are there lots of host, host towns of coal who would rather be known as the host town? And guess what? They're going to be employing hundreds of workers to manufacture these batteries. And they're going to produce 500 of these long duration batteries every year. So think about it. Mm. When the battery factory is up and running, when the pilots are all coming in with success, there will be orders for these batteries, not just from Minnesota, but from every state who needs to battery back up their solar farms in every state in the US and in lots of provinces of Canada. This is oh, a good I'm going to because we're running out of, but we got to talk a bit about you before we ways today. Okay. You're invited to talk. So can you just summarize for us quickly what you talk about when you come and uh, speak before groups? Well, it turns out I'm a really good speaker. Um, that's what all audiences tell me. And what they like about me is I always come with very good news about climate action that works and grows good family paying jobs. They like that news. And um, I also have information on the top of my head and I share it with everyone. So I've gone out and I've now spoken to 200,000 Minnesotans and people can invite oh, me. Oh, there you go. Come speak. Come invite me to speak for free in your town. Um, and maybe um, I could say my email address, Mark. Is that all right? They can reach me. My email address is Hamilton, spelled the usual way, Hamilton, at fresh-energy.org. 
So if you have a question for me, oh, email me. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go away. It looks to me like just clean energy is a great economic policy. I got that actually from you. So would you say the thing that caps off? It is. It's exactly right. Climate policy, clean energy policy are great for our Minnesota economy, and they can be great economic policies for any other state as well. Thanks, Jay, for being with us today. And uh, maybe we'll look forward to seeing at, uh, any local place that myself or our audience might go to. So thanks right. again, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, everyone. Have a You can find previously broadcast episodes of The Future Live in video and podcast format on www.marksalsbury.com. In addition, YouTube has a channel for video episodes of The Future Live. And Apple, Spotify, and Google host podcasts of The Future Live.